Here we are. Here hey we there, are. Bud. How yeah, the fuck dude. are you doing? Dude, I'm fully vaxxed, bro. Nice, dude. Vaxed when did that happen? Last oh, dude. week? Last week, got my vax. Dude, I, I got it. Uh, It's so weird. Like, uh, you know, it's like a weird war or something where it's like I had to go downtown for the first dose. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, and then, uh, you know, everything just changes, like who's eligible, where they got the extra. And then, so my second dose was so easy. It was like on my block almost. Wow. Walk over. Uh, it was in and, the park we used to record in. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what? That might not, not have been a vaccine. Uh, <laughs> it was that part. That might've been. Yeah. I stepped on I mean, a bottle and yeah. I think it, that was it. Well, I did shake for a while and my arm hurt. So that's what I hear. That's how you know it's working. Totally. Yeah. I did feel bad for a couple of days. Uh, no. So I go, I go there and it's at uh, this place, the LACC. Uh, oh, yeah. Like City College. I know where Los that Angeles is. City College. Yeah. It's like right near my place. I just walked over. Nice. And dude, they want people to get this vaccine so bad. Yeah. They had a DJ fucking no turning it up. No. Like spinning and flipping people were having a good time what were and, they playing uh, like everything you would play Everybody at a rave dance now like that kind of shit oh a, a little rave. better okay. than that but not much better <laughs> well we don't better. need to be disparaging everybody dance now i better feel like than a wedding the best <laughs> that's gotten me through some some tough times everybody dance now absolutely i mean honestly 90s dance music as much as i've shit on it in my life that now i just love it i just you know yeah. But, and at, even unabashedly back then, there was one song I loved so much. It's still one of my favorite songs to this day. Like it was like this. I like to move it, move it. You know that one? I like to, yeah. Hell yeah. From Madagascar soundtrack. <laughs> I feel like that's not what it's from. And I believe you that it's in there, but I yes. don't think, you know, come on now, you know, I, from, it's just like uh, the life is a highway. Like I like to listen to the version that is the soundtrack for the Disney movie. That's how I know right. it's good. Right. But sure. The fact I that I love it too. Why can't we be friends? Made it to Shrek validated <laughs> it. Finally, <laughs> finally the monkeys and whoever that other guy is yeah. are good. I um, love the, uh, I do love the the Shrek soundtrack. I was listening to uh, the, I'm on my way. That's probably my favorite song on the first Shrek. You know, that song by the Scottish guys. It's no. like, I'm on my way from misery to happiness today. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Is that a Proclaimers song? Is yeah, that the Proclaimers. That's the, I, can't, I never remember their wow. names. Damn. But, uh, the Proclaimers oh, are this funny band that I didn't know they were on the Shrek soundtrack. That's cool. I oh, hell yeah. That's how I found out. <laughs> Dude, that's how you find out about the Proclaimers? What? Oh, yes. buddy. And uh, I find out about most bands from Guitar Hero is how I find sure. out about most good music. A lot of us have found out, is Guitar Hero still putting out games? Is there no, but I'm still playing it. Still <laughs> playing it. Right. Right, right, caught right. Up. Dude, caught guitar, up. guitar Hero is way fun, man. I love it. Uh, oh, yeah. I got three guitars under my bed. Um, <laughs> I do. I haven't plugged them in in a minute. but Dude, shit. we should do a Patreon episode called What's It Guitar? And What's then we'll... 
<laughs> we well, that's well, so funny. Uh, yeah, guitar hero. I'm dead. Rock we, man. We should honestly just hang out and play Guitar Hero. Isn't we oh, our yeah. business is such poison that we can't. We don't even remember that we can just hang out. Like uh, we think of a fun thing and we're like, we should record <laughs> that for others and be stressed while we're doing it. Um, uh, we should dude, hang out. Um, you want to film ourselves eating? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> dude, here there's a new donut place. We should go there and we should make a movie about that whole day. Um, <laughs> Cause that's not a mental illness. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> the proclaimers, dude. Uh, I always Hell thought yeah. that they were a joke because they had a song <laughs> that was like just a joke. Just, I just made fun of them so many times in my life. Cause they had a song yeah. that was really big in the nineties during that, like four year period after or three year period after Kurt Cobain died where the radio didn't know what it was anymore. And so everybody <laughs> got a single. <laughs> Remember that period of time where like Dinosaur Jr. and mm-hmm. and Big Bad Voodoo Daddy and the Squirrel Dude. Nut Zippers and the Butthole Surfers all got a single? <laughs> I don't think people turned anything off back then. Yeah. Like, you know how you just watch what was on and then on mm-hmm. the radio, I don't think anybody even had a preference for music they liked. They were just like, hey, it's tub thumping. Hey, right. we're, uh, whatever you got. Anyone well, it was like going viral. You could just like when uh, when YouTube first came out, and it was like Charlie bit my finger, and sh- it was just like this weird gap. I think uh, me and you could have been a band, and we would have had a, one well, hit. Totally. Well, I mean, like a lot of those bands had a cult following. They were a part of like subculture, like the Butthole Surfers, for example, are a fucking great punk band. They're so great, and they have so great many name. great great name uh, guitar hero. They're on guitar hero. They have a bunch of great albums and uh, and like Dinosaur Jr., like one of the most prolific bands of all time. And I legitimately like and Nirvana is uh, such a good band, but also such a good band. They had all this mass appeal, but then also uh, we're just really respected in the art world. And so I think when they ended. What we were hoping would happen, this is my guess, radio execs and people who worked in the music industry were like, oh my God, we are now finally in an era where the rock music on the radio isn't made by drunks for babies, uh, which is like basically (laughs) what poison and shit is, you know, and it's just like, and look, I like hair metal just as much as the next guy. It's fun. It's it like, oh, fun. I want to kill my dad every day or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, also yeah. like, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like, uh, like so much hair metal sounds like what Bill House trying to be bad or something. Like where right. they're like, in my veins, you love this shit and your totally. boobs are titties. And I'm like, you sound like you're really, you don't know how to be bad, but you, you have a guitar. <laughs> yeah. With like any extra context at all, knowing like, you know, they, it was like, I think that the reason it was okay was that we were still sort of um, reeling from like the way America presented itself in the fifties and sixties. Like we're all perfect. And the music needs to sound like, a, like, I don't know, fucking 
right hugging or whatever and and you know if the dad is the breadwinner and the mom stays home and they're very happy and they have a big car and two kids and and <laughs> big so car and then acdc was like i got big balls and everyone's like thank you <laughs> like <laughs> thank you god i yeah, ride I motorcycles and i punch concrete but now it's like yeah well you're a you're a piece of shit shut up anyway so nirvana was this like weird fluke i think that fit all these like sad like everyone loved it in the mainstream and art nerds loved it and so they were hoping that some of this art shit they just like whatever we'll take a crack at all of it and then we landed on corn <laughs> it was like no <laughs> fuck corn oh, whose who's first album is great uh and uh has like dude got the life still a great song and freak on a leash but in general fuck dude <laughs> fuck right. that's the um, capital riot of music where you're like we went too far too far <laughs> yeah this totally. is getting your, no 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 <laughs> like because it's for the first like uh i feel like the first 50 60 years of pop <laughs> music you would wear exactly what you would wear to your office job or to right. meet the president or go to a wedding like <laughs> right. you would give a rock concert who's like who's ready to rock and roll and you got on a three-piece suit uh and it's just like i think it just blew people's minds like the day that the beatles like didn't shave and like right just like wearing jeans and people were like whoa oh no well that's why it was so groundbreaking breaking to make an album called sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club band which is objectively yeah. the dumbest name for anything ever of all time just yeah, like yeah <laughs> dancing chipmunks time just like shut the fuck up you loser idiots i uh <laughs> i'm wearing a pink jacket and i just ate a neon pie shut up <laughs> you know how when you get high and you write something down and realize it was horseshit later yeah exactly i don't think anyone had done drugs long enough to know yeah you guys are geniuses but half of this album is horseshit guys the most the, uh, the most obvious one is the doors like the world has entirely <laughs> turned its back on the doors that it loves so much this guy who was like i'm a yeah. snake and we were like wow he's incredible <laughs> no you're not dude <laughs> shut up dude you're an abusive person drink you, some like, water you do not treat anyone in your entire life well at all you're like um ooh, i could take care of my son or i could go to the desert <laughs> <laughs> oh well we renamed the doors we didn't even have to try that was good yeah that was a lot of fun <laughs> i could just go to the desert <laughs> it's fun that we ended up talking about this and this like literally wasn't planned but we're we're renaming the pixies later in the episode that's fun that's right how do we do Hell it yeah we are Holy i don't shit. know we're we're like really good broadcasters we're the uh <laughs> We're the we're the Bubba and Love Sponge of <laughs> yes, of Bubba the L, Love Sponge. L A scene. Bubba the Love Sponge is like the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band of shithead radio. Uh, I don't just, think there's a more shithead radio name possible. No, uh, totally. All right, yeah. What's up, fuckheads? I'm the Glass of Cum, and you're listening to. <laughs> Glass of cum radio on Sirius XM. I have my own I'd, channel now. I'd, so what's so funny is that uh, that's not even that like uh, it's so weird that things are like beyond parody 
because glass of cum would be huge somehow. <laughs> totally. I know it would be huge. And uh, what is it on Family Guy? They call it weenie in the butt. And it's like, okay, I know you think that's funny, but people would listen to weenie in the butt. Weenie they in really the butt. Would. I have never gotten over that type of dumb humor, which is going to be what we get made fun of. Like alt, you know, whatever comedy, comedy that's trying to be stupid, but nice or whatever the fuck we are. I don't know. <laughs> we yeah. like love cum and butt and wiener jokes and shit. And we're going to get, <laughs> we're already getting made fun of for it. And they're totally right. They're just right. Just like, I'm like, Ooh, I'm a little rascal who says cum and butt <laughs> four twenty sixty nine LOL. I'm like, <laughs> what fucking 38 year old loser thinks that's funny. And the answer is Dave Ross. That's who. <laughs> right. But I, I, that's one thing that I think is so funny is that like, uh, like millennials are finally realizing <laughs> that we're lame and like Generation Z is making fun right. of us. But it's just like, why would would that change it? Like, yeah, that there's nothing lamer than caring about that. Like, I hear so many times millennials are like, I someone said I was cringe, and I'm like, get who gives yeah, a dude. fuck? Yeah, you're 36. That's like, the thing. Reaction gifts. I just heard reaction gifts are, are old. It's cringe and we're old. And I'm like, stop. We you are old. You're supposed to at the the period the point of time at which you start getting made fun of by the younger generation is supposed to directly coincide with the point in time when you don't care anymore. Right. Because you're old. I couldn't agree more. I yeah, we definitely have friends who said to me, like, ah, oh, I get made I'm getting made fun of uh, by Gen Z. And it's like, yeah, good. And then in twenty years, they're gonna get made fun of by, you know, right. Gen Double A or whatever the fuck is next. Which right. I can't stand. Did you see the shit about uh elder millennials? Yeah, geriatric. Um, geriatric. What, 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 a, what a mean term. <laughs> Geriatric millennial. Term. That's exactly that what the New I York am. Times. I said geriatric millennials. I'm totally. Like, Which is what I am. I'm 38. <laughs> I was born in 1982, and uh, uh, I couldn't care even a little bit about that term and me being. It was all about how like geriatric millennials don't fit into either generation. It's like, yeah, it's because it is. It's all made up. <laughs> <laughs> you decided what the years are. Like, what do I have to do right. with your dumb equation that I didn't sign up for? I, I yeah. lived in Italy from when I was three till when I was six. And I saw the He-Man movie in theaters in London three days late, uh, three years late. Uh, and it was the only movie I'd seen during that entire period of time. That entire chunk is missing from my childhood as far as uh, movies go, except for that movie that I saw late. And so I don't interact with my own generation because life no. is different for everyone. Uh, yes. You dumb professional newspaper. <laughs> and how lame that you're like, what are you doing? They're like, I'm getting made fun of by Gen Z. And I'm like, you're hanging out with Gen Z. Dude, that's the problem doing? with comedy. We have to hang out. There's 22 year olds everywhere. And then 50 year olds and no one acts like that's weird. It's weird. Whatever happened to, <laughs> I remember when I was in eighth grade, we didn't give a shit what a sixth grader said. <laughs> <laughs> right. Remember that? Yes. Remember when you'd go shut the fuck up? <laughs> imagine the sixth graders don't think I'm cool. It's like, fucking throw them in the trash. <laughs> or don't hang out with them. Hang out with people your age, you dipshit. Man. What do you do it? Of course they're going to say that. <laughs> Just, well, what what's funny about that analogy, too, is that that's entirely true. But what's happening right now is eighth graders being like, this baby's making fun of me. 
Um, <laughs> that's like literally what it is. It's like I'm in high school and this toddler doesn't want to read my tweets. <laughs> Right. Uh, I was like, this baby started crying when they handed them to me. We'll give them back. Similarly, that shouldn't matter. I hope it stays this way only for our two generations for the entire time. I hope yeah. that there's like 75 year olds shitting on 95 year olds. I can't. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, these fucking millennials. <laughs> Get a job. It's like we're both retired. <laughs> yeah, we're both dead because the world's on fire. <laughs> I love that Seinfeld is the old guy, and it's like he's got his dad and his granddad. It's just three old guys. It's like yeah. it's one of them's 65, 85, and 105, and they're just all old guys. It's just like they're all done. Who cares? What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's so ridiculous. And so it's like, funny, dude. But we did we do that? Because I don't think we did that to Generation X because I don't even know who they are or what age they are or what they do. It uh, happened. I, you and I didn't, but it happened. I don't remember that. I don't even remember thinking about it. I, I thought I, there was old people and us and that was it. I remember it happening. I remember people in my life being like, but being like, uh, and it, you know, I mean, it all sort of came crashing down pretty quickly on Twitter. Because everyone was shitting on boomers is really the first thing. I do remember being in my 20s and people making fun of Gen X, but I thought that was us. Like, I didn't even I didn't even know the millennial right. was me until like, you know, three, four minutes ago. Yeah, um, I, I feel like it was like a Time magazine cover or something. And I'm like, y'all don't get to call me that. What do you right. mean? We don't call it. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I don't yeah, know. I mean, uh, yeah. But like, yeah, we're going to get made fun of. We do. We because like every culture is like an answer to the culture before it. We are always uh, processing something by making fun of the last thing. That's literally what everything is. Nirvana wouldn't have been popular were it not for hair metal. Man, and have you heard that insane story about uh, about Kurt Cobain and Axl Rose like backstage at Lollapalooza? We're. It's like one of my favorites ever. Wait I don't minute, know. Wait a minute. It's this uh, where he goes, keep your bitch on a leash. Yes. And I'll take it to the pavement. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who yeah. the hell wrote? Did David Mamet write that for you? Totally, <laughs> dude. Alec Baldwin would say with. What is it? I actually, you know hand. the story better than me then. Axl Rose. It was like Courtney Love being crazy in the. Yeah, yeah. Room, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Axel Rose is like wearing a kilt. <laughs> right. Totally. And like a bandana, like dressed like Johnny Depp. And a shirt and, that uh, says, I hate my parents or whatever. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's got that Sid from Toy Story energy going right. on. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And he. Uh, <laughs> He didn't like the lip he was getting. Sure. So he said the Axl Rose <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> the Kurt Cobain goes, keep your bitch on a leash or I'll take you to the pavement. Which is like, why does every every word had to be cool in that sentence? <laughs> like, right. Take me to the pavement. It's, it's, also, like, it's funny. It's, it's, it's the like pavement. You're nuclear. inside an award show. <laughs> It's violent and it's like bullyish and it's and it's like three to seven types of misogyny. Oh, <laughs> like I somehow know, I he's know. like calling her a bitch. He's saying it to Kurt instead of her. And uh 
acting like he's in charge of her and that he's the one responsible for her action. Like it's so it's like nuclear levels of being an asshole. (laughs) And that he's like guns and roses. So he's like, I got a soft side. It's like, I don't think you do Axel. No, but also like what you're going to take him to the pavement. And it's, it's so much misogyny. It loops back to being just real again, where he's like, keep your bitch on a lease. She's a dog. <laughs> like, wait, right, what? Exactly. I thought, really, what do you mean? And there's a leash, exactly. Right, Dude. and she's off the leash, <laughs> and she, she, her acting up is your fault. Yes, because she shouldn't be allowed to speak in public. Right, exactly. Which you're like, which is like 1800s sexism. It's like honestly, if the story was Axl Rose yelled, "Courtney, shut up!" I wouldn't <laughs> honestly hate him at all for that. No, but if someone's being a dick and you like lose your temper, that's like something that happens to everybody. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> she sounds oh, like an asshole; so she just does. Um, but God, yeah. what a fucking dick! Um, I know. And the rest of the story so that funny. I heard, which is contextually very funny, um, is because I was told this story by Megan Keister, and God, we laughed so hard because it's like if you were to hear the story honestly in the wrong light, Kurt sounds like a dick. But apparently, yeah. But if you just like remember that Kurt didn't care and just like very, very stoned, didn't do anything and very blase turned and said, hey, bitch, get on your leash. (laughs) 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 And then just like turned and stared Axl Rose in the face until he walked away. (laughs) That's Uh, apparently what happened. That makes me think that Axl goes, oh, good. (laughs) Right. Oh, I did it. Man, <laughs> just two and like, could you imagine, oh, dude? Boy. Fucking the the period of time during which those two guys had to be on the same shows. That's so funny. That's insane, man. Kurt, who I like guess- opened for the Melvins and Sonic Youth and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I love. I'm like in comedy. Is that like? Does that even happen now? Is it because I feel like that was like Bill Cosby and Eddie Murphy, and like there there was like the the beefing of generations there, but it's like, does that happen now still? I wonder like, could, could oh, there be I'm a sure. beef like that? I mean, Who's it's happening like where it's happening now. It's like, I feel like we are about to enter an era in podcasting and comedy where that's going to happen. Oh, Cause like, yeah. I mean, you know, the, I mean, we've talked about it a bunch, the fucking, you know, your Rogans and stuff. The tough guy comedy is like real, real big and mm-hmm. nothing's big forever. And, um, Something else is going to get big. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's little bitch comedy. So I can yeah, some, uh, yeah, totally sell Cry, some tickets. crying into my microphone. Fucking yeah, weak, weak little boy comedy. That's confidently what I screaming that I'm afraid comedy. You know, <laughs> Dave Ross, Dave Ross's little corner. <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, or, you know, like very, very clever jokes about my dad. Um, yeah. Extremely loud and incredibly sad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to think that was how I would describe me. I was trying to think how I would describe your corner, which I guess is just like sort of um, standing still and and saying saying something clever. Is that how you would describe it? <laughs> I don't know. I'm like yelling I about. Don't know. <laughs> yeah, but no, I hope it's that. But it's gonna be whatever. Yeah. It's gonna be some some version of softer comedy will rise right. to popularity because of an answer to that. I'm, I'm very confident in that. And then there will be a period of time. That's already been happening a little. I'll see, I'll see comedy festival lineups that are like 
Tony Hinchcliffe and Maria Bamford both right at the top. And I'm like, damn, what's that green room like? What oh, the boy. fuck? Dude. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read, like I'm always blown away when you get that uh you just see the clash. I remember one time I opened for uh, Rich Voss and he was still in he's you know, he's in that New York comedy cellar sure. where at the table uh the table. they all miss Patrice, so they try to be him and d- dishonor his legacy. Right. Uh, so he's just walking <laughs> he's just walking to the greeter just being mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. Totally. I'm just like, dude, I don't. And he's like, come on, you gotta, you gotta roast me back. And I just repeat, like, I don't want to. I want to work. I gotta look yeah. at my set. I it's also, know, man. it's such a style of ribbing I can't hang with anymore unless I'm really, really close. Like, if we're close buds, I'll do some like um, high school level fucking. Yeah. You got girl pants on or whatever fucking, you know, but, but it's because we're so close and we went to, we all went to high school in the nineties that we're fucking around with this thick layer of context. We know, but other than that, I don't have the energy for it. I'm not going to hang. I don't think it's fun. I don't think misogyny and homophobia are good ever. (laughs) And so like, yeah, it's funny to be in that green room. I've been in that room so many times. Oh, it's the worst. And it's like, I don't have anything. I don't have a a fun, tough crowd style riff for you. Totally. It's like, if you want me to dig deep, I'll go, hey, when they said you were the headliner this weekend, I was disappointed. But I, <laughs> I want stage time still, so I'm opening for you because I need money. How's right. that? Uh, and... I'm wow. trying to think of which of my jokes appeal to your terrible audience. I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I okay. Know, I know, I got, this is funny or nice. So funny. I got a burn for you. Um, I disagree with your entire worldview. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, honestly, when I'm around you, I'm constantly terrified that I'm about to be bullied. <laughs> <laughs> You're what I'm afraid will happen to me in my career. Yeah. Worst case scenario Uh, is I'm you or dead. (laughs) And they're about tied. Wow. That's so funny, dude. But maybe we should have said that. Maybe if I'd said that, I would have gotten a, oh, oh, I mean, that's another great thing about being a geriatric millennial. You know, no, you, you do start to not care. It is. I did used to think that anytime I was around somebody I disagreed with, well, not disagreed with, but somebody who like I thought was a bad person uh, of which not all these people are. I don't even, you know what I mean? It, yeah. It's it's hard to call because life is complex, but uh, some of them aren't. Anyway, uh, I used to think anytime I was, I was around like someone I consider to be a bad person. I was like a coward if I didn't say anything. <laughs> and right, it's right. so nice to be getting older and just be able to sit there quietly. You know? Yeah, I get to be a coward. I'm fine with it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sometimes. Uh, How did that get canceled? Being like, is it, what's wrong with being a coward? <laughs> oh, I'm supposed to be Teddy Roosevelt all the time. I don't want to be in the front line getting shot. No. I don't <laughs> yeah, man. I'm speaking softly and not carrying a stick right. at all. Uh, there's no stick, and I I'm not speaking. <laughs> I'm just amazed, like people that think there's turf or something. I'm like, if you come into my room and start talking shit, I won't let that stand. But like, if we're at, like, if me and you are out at like a bar show, you gonna you gonna let him say that? Yes, I will let him say that, and then I'll see him again in eight years, and I won't remember 
what do you mean? What am I going to be calling people on shit? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Yeah. I'm just like. Call, well, yeah. Calling people out is also just funny in action. Because I like. Because the weird thing about calling out, of which, like, it's obviously necessary in, a, in like, a bunch of circumstances. But the amount. It's not always. If you have a personal thing with someone, it really isn't. Um, you know what I mean? If it's like a grander issue, like racism or abuse or something, you know, but, uh, but anyway, if you have like a personal, you don't have to, and I'll just see <laughs> this happen online for me. Like if I have a thing I got to say to somebody, I like really got to say it to them first. That's how I feel. And, yeah. um, yeah, that's the way it used to be. That's how yeah. it literally says that in the Bible. It's like, go say, hey, I don't like this. And then yes, if that exactly. doesn't work, then tell people. But then like, it's just, like, okay, well, this person's not going to amend their behavior and we got to do yeah. something about this, you know? Um, that's the that's the way to do it, I think. And again, like I said, if the problem is systemic or like overarchingly yeah. fucked up, then yeah, it's different. And that's why it's complicated, right? That's why the lines are blurred. But yeah, I'll just see like this guy. <laughs> This comic was mean to me. And it's like, well, did you tell him to fuck himself? Yeah. Or go, hey, stop. That, yeah. Actually, hey, stop. You know what's really funny, dude, is that I do that now a lot. I'll be like, because I really, I'm, I have a really bad temper and I'm really scared of uh, taking it out on people because my yeah. father does and I really hated it. I think it's wrong. And I've seen a lot yeah. of men do it. And so I try not to. And so I try to do that. I try to very coherently. And look, I'm not yeah. some fucking perfect angel, but I try. And uh, I, uh, and it's really funny when it happens. It's the most jarring thing for a person almost entirely. If they're really rude to you and you go, why did you talk to me that way? They have yeah. no idea what to do. It's really quite fun. They're like, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I thought of a thing and I said it. Yeah. And you're like, I know. <laughs> Please don't do that anymore you know yeah i'm amazed that the people don't like i think of so many thoughts as like a fart like sure. where i'm like when they're like what and i go well i'm not sick i just i can't believe you said that out loud and we're fine with it like yeah. didn't we go say that but don't not to me and let me hear it like right. oh, <laughs> hurts dude, my that feelings all the time that smells like shit yeah i don't totally. like it, but Hey, yeah. welcome to what's it called? Huh? What's it called? Uh, this Longest is <laughs> cold open yet, I would say. <laughs> and best. We had so much yeah. fun and we took it into a, a serious place. Uh, we like had a whole, like a, like every type of emotion happened in there. Look at that. Damn right. That's what we give you. That's what we give you this podcast. Is Fuck everything. yeah, dude. <laughs> we got a fucking Patreon now, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. yeah we do. We fucking do, dude. Yes, um, we do. We got some good patrons. We got some what's it, who's it is. Solid patrons. Um, yeah. We put up a uh, audio bonus episode and a video bonus episode every single week. Brand new one went up uh, oh, just yeah. yesterday. Um, and uh, we have some new subscribers. I actually didn't pull it up, so I'm typing in... Uh, yeah, we got we got a few now. I'm so excited. Uh, we're starting a fun movement of of fun dipshit heads just like us, dude. And uh, it's very fun. I, it's it's so fun that y'all participate and uh, throw out suggestions. And every new poster, I get so excited to see a new Photoshop poster. Those make me so happy. 
Yeah, I, you guys are the absolute best. Uh, people who yeah. participate on Twitter, I'm at David the Ross. He's at um, Caleb. Uh, every every Sunday, we throw out what we're going to rename that week, and a bunch of people participate. It's been so great. Oh, by the way, if you want YouTube episodes, uh, go to what the hell? Yes. Oh, sorry, what's it called? Dot Rodeo, and there's a link to our YouTube. Also, a link to our Patreon, which is Patreon.com/slash What's It Called, and we have three. Count them three. New patrons this week. Shout out to Jordan Nicholson. Thank you so Jordan much. Jordan Nicholson. Hell shout yeah. Out, shout out to Alice Galloway. Thank you. Whoa, Alice Galloway. That's a that sounds like you're in Downton Abbey. That's a good name. <laughs> Galloway. Uh, I bet you got some long gloves. And shout out to David Keith. Thank you so much for joining. David Keith. Hell no yeah. matter who signs up for our Patreon, you all get a shout out. That's and, right. Uh, David yeah. Keith. David I want to eat Keefe. some barbecue with David. K E E F E. Keith. Keith. David Keith. David Keith. David Keith. <laughs> David Keith Smokehouse Supreme. That's what I bet. That sounds good. Open that up. Um. So yeah, and that's uh, all the shit about us. I fucking think we are going yeah, to yeah. Our, our emails. What the hell is it called? At gmail.com. And we've been slacking on renaming your stuff that you emailed us, but we're going to do a couple here in just a second. Um, I, uh, I don't have a lot of tour dates, but I got some festivals coming up. I'm doing the high Plains comedy festival in September. I'm doing the Savage Henry comedy festival in Northern California in October. I'm doing altercation comedy festival in Austin, Texas in October. And I'm doing the fest in Gainesville in, uh, on Halloween weekend and that links to all of that shit are on my website. Oh, also, I have a weekend of shows at the White Bull Tavern. Uh, the hideout is the White Bull Tavern is the venue. Oh, the name great. of the like uh, whatever the thing is the hideout in Boston, July second uh, and July third. My website's DaveToTheRoss.com if you want to go. Hell yeah, go see Dave. He's out here. Uh, he's a very fun festival hang. You can talk to him about bands. Uh, you can watch his, see his new shit. He's a funny guy. I think it's worth <laughs> hell yeah, especially Denver heads. Go to that festival. It's the best festival in the world. You'll it see really Dave is the best, just the best festival in the fucking world. Yeah, it just it's is. the best. Yeah. Please go to that. I probably will go even if I'm not on it. I just want to hang. It's, it's, I did that last time. I just started hanging out. Eventually, I got a lanyard. So uh, I like <laughs> yeah, that festival a lot. <laughs> I've never done the festival before, except I've done it twice because I was in town and I was like, Hey, and they were like, Hey, here's a lanyard. Want to do a set? And I was like, man, yeah. I love this place. <laughs> I love it too. I don't, yeah. I think they're a little sick of me, but Hey, that's yeah, uh, sure. I'll be there. <laughs> um, check me out. I'll be doing the Aurora theater in Lawrenceville, Georgia on July 27th. And I'll be doing the flicker theater uh, in Athens, Georgia on uh, July 29th. So come see me out there. Uh, I know it sounds cool, they are two of the smallest theaters on the planet. So it, it sounds better, than it, but please come out and we'll sell out the littlest theaters in the world. And uh, that'll be a lot of fun. It's going to be great. I will have just turned 30. So come see me there. Uh, that's all I have to plug really, but I love you. I'm excited to be back in Georgia doing shit. That's so exciting. Yeah. Georgia is the fucking best. And that's so cool to get to go to your home space dude your next yeah. album which obviously you just recorded one but your next one you should record at that fucking athens theater man be the best no, i think you're right yeah yeah i'm excited or at david rodriguez that comedy fort oh yeah i halfway through my set i was mad that i wasn't recording an album right then i was like <laughs> this is amazing totally. it's the best club in the world go to the comedy fort you know uh have you done you do go bananas right in cincinnati oh yeah go bananas amazing 
and they record everything yeah yeah it's they, the best man i just have the recordings of my shit from over the years oh god you're in the cincinnati comedy scene is so fucking good i'm going oh there yeah too. i can't wait um, i call it this it's the south of the midwest everybody cincinnati feels oh, like uh it does it feels very warm and fun love it totally every it's tight-knit everybody's funny everybody's cool uh, it's one of those cities too up. Yeah. loves itself when you talk to the comics they're always like yeah. uh oh a new ramen place opened and i'm just like i don't live here uh <laughs> <laughs> but i'm <laughs> it's very exciting it is yeah last time i was there uh leon kimbrell uh picked me up at the airport uh, who i love he's so funny yeah, he's and it, i love it since it's not like other like he picks me up and he has like a six pack of white claw in the car and he's like i thought you might want a claw when you landed and i was like no, no yeah go, i do dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was great dude let's name uh, uh some listener shit here's the thing um these we like i said we're we are backed up um and so we're gonna uh slowly yeah. move through them but this first one we're naming it's a moot point uh because <clears throat> It's from Morgan or Morgan, M O R G A N N E. Maybe. Um, and I, I think it's that it's Morgan though. I'm not sure, but um, they say hello, Dave. Hello, Caleb. Thank you guys for cracking me up week after week. Oh my god, thank Hell you. Yeah. Um, next weekend, my best friend and I are going camping, and I have a nice little secluded spot to ourselves, and it's going to need a name. I would be honored if you two can come up with something for us. Here's our nook. Thanks, Morgan. And the subject line is help me name my campsite. Here's the thing. They emailed us on March 9th. <laughs> so <laughs> it was next weekend months ago. And so sorry we're so late. But well, it still needs a name. It'll be in your memory forever. Yeah. So. And we uh, we have the photo here. I know this this type of photo is so funny when you uh, have you ever used uh, recreation.gov? No, what's that? It's a government-run website that just uh, organizes all of the campsites of national and national parks and a lot of state parks in the entire country. And it's it's awesome, dude. You can reserve campsites basically anywhere. There are uh, national parks and national park affiliated things everywhere, and the, it like collects all the information about all the sites. There's campsite maps, and now I'm like giving an ad for Recreation.gov, I guess, but I use it all the time. Hell yeah, it's dope. And it's so funny because it'll, it just like you go through the campsite and there's like an availability system and you try to pick which one is available. And you also there's a, it's like, there's a grill and there's a picnic table at this site and there's not a grill at this one kind of thing. Right. And in order to help you choose, there are photos of all the campsites, but it's a government run run campsite website. So every campsite has one photo taken of it <laughs> and one only <laughs> and it's just of like the driveway to the campsite and then whatever else they've decided to include in the photo if you're lucky and so it's like this is just a, a fucking a photo of a, of a driveway with the number 31 painted on it and then like <laughs> A little dirt patch, a picnic table, and a fire ring, and uh, and a beautiful, beautiful view. And so, yeah, you can see it, right? You have the photo pulled up, Caleb. Oh, wait, let me see. Let me pull it up. Uh, so this is uh, this is a tribute to recreation. 
<laughs> this is a tribute to recreation.gov. Yeah, dude. I mean, maybe they didn't uh, get it on recreation.gov. Maybe they reserved oh, yeah. on Reserve well, California. I, I feel like a good name for this might be uh, Floor. <laughs> yeah, that's the funny thing. Like, if we're naming the photo, the photo is called, like, uh, um, there it is. <laughs> it, it's all in there, isn't it? Yeah, this um, isn't not that campsite. This is that. <laughs> this isn't not that campsite. But let's try <laughs> to ignore the fact that the government doesn't have a lot of budget allotted for campsite photography, which I can right. understand. Um, I'm really not sure how they would convince a Republican Congress to put more funding into that. <laughs> this looks like it was taken with the backup camera as the car was about to leave. Uh, like, yes. And then colorized later. <laughs> it literally looks like they were like that right before uh, they drove to this site. The photographer said, "Ooh, I got a free disposable camera with this pack of cigarettes. Um, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> um, but it is a really nice little spot. It's like very green nice. and it does yeah. look secluded. Like that's definitely the reason that I would be excited about this site. Like you have your own space and it's surrounded by like probably eight to 10 foot tall brush. And the, uh, cause normally like when you're in a campground, there's a bunch of campsites and you know, everybody gets their own little space, but you can all see each other. And this one seems like you, you back your car up into this like short little driveway area. And then the rest of it is completely surrounded by brush. So you're just secluded from the rest of the campground. Yeah. And that's, that's very exciting when you're camping because you just want to feel like no one else is around, even though you know yes. they are. And thank God you know they are, because if you didn't subconsciously know that, you would be worried about getting murdered. Um, right. So safety and seclusion. What's something? Safety what's how do we name something with, uh, you know, like. Hmm. Um, hmm how police? about uh, airplane mode? <laughs> that's it. That's great. You're in airplane mode is the one we've airplane named your mode. airplane mode is absolutely sent as a text message. <laughs> right. Man, airplane mode air uh wow, dude. That's Hell yeah. That's great. Airplane lagoon. Um <laughs> Airplane mode lagoon is absolutely uh, airplane mode lagoon. <laughs> I love that. I love airplane mode lagoon. Great, dude. We should it. start a band just to name it that. I love it. Morgan, thank you so much. Or Morgan, uh, thank you so much for writing. Also, I need to say, um, Justin Mystified, uh, which I think is a nickname, or as like was one of the first people to write us and was like, name my song and sent us the song, and because of how Caleb and I have either been in a park or recording remotely. We haven't really been able to listen to it together and play it into the recording. Yeah. And I didn't want to rename it until we were able to play it right. for our listeners. So whenever we can do that, we will. And I'm sorry that's taken so long. It'll be very soon. Yeah. Very soon. Uh, this next one, the subject line is name my scars uh, oh, yeah. from Anna. Anna says, Hey Dave and Caleb, I love the show. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Uh, I was Thank hoping you. you could name the scars on my right leg from when I broke my femur and about 14 other bones by jumping to my intended death. Oh, my God. Wow. I had no. Whoa. Oh, my Lord. First of all, I think it is just really important to say how fu I'm going to cry. I'm so glad it didn't work. I'm yeah. so happy you're here. 
good job. Uh, good job on fucking that up. Hey, and hey, keep it going, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I hope, you know, when I said fucking that up was obviously like a right. joke. You didn't fuck. This right. is the intended that's semicolon, right? That's yes. the semicolon in your life. That's uh, that's great. But fucking up a suicide is the best thing you could do with it. Good Lord. That's great. Um, and she says, she goes on to say, I'm so grateful to still be alive. Despite everything I've had to go through since my suicide attempt, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine how emotionally and physically painful that's been and fucking good for you for pushing through and, and dealing with it. Wow. Um, one problem though, is that seeing these scars sometimes triggers PTSD flashbacks. I think it would help me be uh, grounded if I could give them goofy names, you know, laugh instead of cry. Thanks yes. for everything. Anna PS the tattoo is a deviled egg. Yeah. So this photo is of like, I would say like, 12 in two 12 to 16 inch long scars that are like uh perpendicular to each other like we'll sort of ang 45 degree angle from each other yeah. healing scars which is good but they're long they're a foot to foot and a half long and then at the end of one of them is a really beautiful tattoo of a little deviled egg <laughs> uh i love the i love deviled egg yeah totally so man this one especially i can't believe yeah. it took us two months to get to it Fuck us for that. But, I know. Fuck us. But God damn it. Thank you for asking. And I think that's a really good idea, too. I think that U is a good idea. Using using darkness uh, to like joking around about darkness to push through it is a really good way to deal with it. And yes. um, yeah, that's yeah. What life's all about. I think uh, there's uh, obviously Dave and Caleb are good names. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I'd like to be the the, the longer one. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, wow! That's... First thing that popped in my head was Papa Roach. Uh, <laughs> you can name one Papa. You can name one Roach. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think Papa Roach and Harvey Danger should be the names of the two. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, Papa Roach, obviously, because of their song "Scars." But I think, yeah, um, I think more because reaching out to us to help. You was clearly your last resort. Uh, there's yes. no way you, your, <laughs> your first thought was Dave and Caleb are the ones to help me through my yeah. emotional distress. <laughs> oh, yes. man, that's okay. I feel like those are good. Um, but yeah. what are like maybe some some because she wants ones that are like real goofy, real not goofy. even related. Maybe. Um, how about. Um, mm, uh how about uh hmm. and something that's just okay. like so innocuous and stupid i can't even uh hmm how about um uh how about hulk hogan and the ultimate warrior <laughs> <laughs> Hulk Hogan is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. The ultimate Hulk Hogan of the Ultimate War. I'm trying to think of some other good uh, ands. Uh. Yeah, like some and. Yeah, totally. Or just a collective, like the Beatles. Like just <laughs> calling them the Beatles is really funny. Um, or it would be good to also take something that is inherently lame and make it something positive. You know what I mean? Like flip another thing on its head. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, um what was uncle Jesse's band? 
in Full House. Man. <laughs> what was it, Uncle Jesse? Dude, honestly, calling him Jesse and Joey is maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Uh, that is fun. Doesn't feel entirely there. Um, How about uh, the uh, and uh, who's a good and? You got a. What kind of and are you trying to think of? Trying like, to think of like a lame, uh, like Abbott and Costello, but like lamer than that. Abbott and Costello is great. Itchy and scratchy. Itchy it's and not scratchy. Lame, Tom and uh, Jerry isn't lame. Uh, yeah, Laurel and Hardy, um, uh, Burns and Allen. But these are all things I like. Um, right, right. Well, I guess I don't That's really know Laurel one. and Hardy. Um, who are Burns- like uh, who are like disgraced duos? Like uh, the Menendez brothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, calling them the Menendez brothers. I don't know if it's the best idea. <laughs> what about, uh, what about, uh, <laughs> who, who's like just, uh, I'm trying to think of shitty little duos that are annoying or something like, uh, what about Regis and Kathy Lee? <laughs> oh my God. I think that's gotta be it. Regis and Regis Kathy and Lee. Kathy Lee. Man, dude, ah, oh. Regis and Kit, but will hmm, I feel like actually we're almost there, just because I think it should because I don't know if Regis and Kathy Lee is even ne- negative or positive enough if that makes sense. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it should either be extremely silly or extremely bad, whereas Regis mm. and Kathy Lee didn't really affect anybody. That's um, true. Um. Hmm. What How about, about uh, di- butt, butt, and butt and dick? Huh? <laughs> How about? <laughs> don't call him that. But uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but 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 dick. butt and dick. Hey, hey. How about? <laughs> How about hat and pants? How about you call him <laughs> hat and pants? <laughs> I feel like hat and pants. <laughs> always like to give cats the nickname pants, like in imagining that they're wearing a pair of pants just lounging around the house. I think pants Ooh, is such a fun name. I like you pants know? is gr- Yeah, maybe hat and pants. I feel like hat and pants. I feel like I if like you look at your scars and, and every time you see them, you think hat and pants. I think that'll make you laugh every time. Yeah. <laughs> hat and pants. <laughs> hat and pants. Or, I mean, if you have a, a better one in that vein, Caleb... I'm down, but I think hat and pants is good. I like hat and pants. Okay. And, and, and I like that there's like, if she, somebody's like, Oh, I see those scars. She goes, yeah, that's hat and pants. And then they go, <laughs> and then they go well, why'd you name them that? And she'll go, you're not going to believe <laughs> these two, uh, uh learning two. disabled men who are riddled with mental illness have, uh, <laughs> have a podcast that no one listens to in uh, which they don't do anything. And yeah. I asked them, and uh, that, and so they're so stupid that they came up with something this uh, useless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think Hat and Pants is really like cute and funny. Honestly, <laughs> I like that. Well, there you go, Anna. Leopold. Uh, I don't even know what that is. That. It's like a rom com from twenty oh. years ago. Oh, I see. Uh, I just, I, I just, my brain's going through Anne's right now, and it's like, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to stop as it gets rolling. Thinking of every and I've ever thought of. Love and basketball. <laughs> love and basketball is really funny. Man, love and I'm trying to think of plur- famous plurals, just like some like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, but not yeah, those. Yeah. 
like um oh man the uh, uh, yeah see i don't super mario brothers <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow uh i feel i feel like hat and pants is, is the one i think oh, the uh, coke brothers the <laughs> coke, coke brothers. there you go yeah yeah oil and water call it that. <laughs> <laughs> lettuce and tomato uh man <laughs> joe wengert who's one of my favorite comedians of all time yeah. used to he for a very brief period of time he had you know like um put your hands together was the only stand-up show that they had at ucb franklin and he yeah, was yeah. a big ucb guy so he got them to give him a stand-up show <laughs> and it was yeah. the only other one besides that one and he called it um it was called let us entertain you with stand-up but lettuce was l-e-t-t-u-c-e oh, no. oh. <laughs> dude oh. I, I loved it i like i think that's the best name for a stand-up show of all time but like lettuce lettuce i think a lot of people were like what <laughs> oh man dude there was a place in atlanta called let us surprise you Oof. and it was like lettuce soup. And soup right and it's just like ah, uh, something about two like there aren't even words in that that aren't puns and i was just like uh like i would drive by and just be like no i think the worst part of it is that like the last thing i want in my soup is lettuce i just no, I don't, don't want lettuce in my soup even if it's like wonton soup i can't i don't want that in there man i'm not a Ooh, i'm not a it, wet lettuce man uh, and it ruins its own thing it's it's i know you got salads and soups there's no surprise now you said lettuce surprise you well now <laughs> you can't i hate it <laughs> Yeah, hey yeah. Uh, come to my place. restaurant. It's called Sand. Which one do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's also like why a, such a long sentence? Yeah, uh, for no reason. My oh, stinky, breaky heart. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't mind my stinky, breaky heart. <laughs> All right, buddy. I think that oh, we uh, got to rename the fucking Pixies now. That's dude. right. Not well, here's what I didn't know. I didn't know they were named Pixies. What did you think they were named? The Pixies. But there's no the. It's just uh, Pixies. Are you sure? Yeah, man. I looked it up. I've been calling them the Pixies. I but do. But it's just Pixies. Oh, I guess it is just Pixies. I feel like this is one of the ones that uh, is fine. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't think that. It's not like Foo Fighters where their fans are like, actually, it's Foo Fighters. Uh, I think that the right, right. Pixies go by Pixies and the Pixies just right. fine. I think. And we're watch. We'll get some. I hope so. Because I don't. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I say the. I like to say the when I get a chance. Everybody I know who's a Pixies fan says the Pixies. Do you know the Pixies? It just sounds right. Yeah. Um, and nobody corrected us on the Twitter thread either. So yeah, so I don't think anybody's doing it. Uh, I think it's just they they like the way it looked maybe one time that right. it was just pixies. But uh, well, the first one I thought of as soon as we said we were going to rename them was I thought incredibly loud, uh, extremely loud, and then incredibly quiet because that's what they do. That is <laughs> absolutely really loud. What they fucking so it's like do? Extremely loud and incredibly quiet, or like. Uh, but this, I couldn't remember if people didn't like them. Like, oh, I, I tried not to look at too many, but they literally have an album called Death to the Pixies. <laughs> um, so I think it's both. Uh, right. 
Yeah, so uh, I think okay. it's all good. So but, uh, extremely loud and incredibly like- quiet is <laughs> extremely loud, true. incredibly quiet, totally true. That's so funny. They have a best of album called Death to the Pixies, and they have another best of album called Wave of Mutilation, Best of Pixies. So I don't know what the fuck. Oh, to think, they're just heads. trying to fuck with us. That's Absolutely. like when Traveling Wilburys had Volume One and Volume Three, and no Volume Two. They're just, they're <laughs> just uh, they're fucking around. Well, they thought the, the explanation behind that, right, is that. Didn't Roy Orbison put out an album that all those people were on? And so it was like a little inside joke that that was volume two. I've heard um, that as an explanation, but I've also heard that George Harrison just said, ah, let's let's confuse them and say it's volume three. Like right. they, they, was, they just thought about it for two seconds. It also seems like some dumb Beatles bullshit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Jeff Lynn was like, Ooh, what if we call it? Uh, um <laughs> What do we call it? Pretty little witty giddy girl in the titty. And uh, I was like, shut up, Jeff. Jesus Christ. Electric Light Orchestra is the worst name for a band ever. And they're oh, great. Wow, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No one named bands good for a long time. I know. Long time. Um, yeah. It's pixies. funny. I don't really know if I have a lot of pixies. Ideas. What is a pixie? Is it a, it's the small fairy from Shakespeare. Yeah. Totally. It's a, it's a little tiny fairy. Yeah. How Pixie about? <laughs> hmm. Well, it's interesting because that's not what it sounds like when you listen to them. They don't no. sound like pixies. They well, sound th- like, uh, you know, some some bad dude. Oh, yeah. We should talk about real quick why we picked uh, the pixies. I got. Oh, yeah. Thing- I just found out about them. <laughs> yeah. I got this text from Caleb that said, hey, man, have you heard the pixies? I just heard the Pixies for the first time and I love them. And I like almost <laughs> fucking tweeted it. It was so funny to me because, dude, yeah, Pixies are like not only one of my favorite bands, but like the one of the bands where like I they're like, I'm like, they're the best ever. I mm-hmm. they don't have a bad song. You know what I mean? And uh, I've like bonded with people. <laughs> yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like the band from, I also though get it because they are like, for some reason, not nearly as much in the zeitgeist as so yeah, many of their counterparts like Sonic Youth and Nirvana. Like that was when they were making shit was during that era. And they were somehow not nearly as big as those bands and their shit is the best. Um, yeah. 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 It's weird. Uh, they're, uh, and I also feel like they're the band that not that there's anything wrong with being influenced, but I feel like they were doing, they did that thing. Right. And other bands did that, yes. thing, but they did it. You know, they're like the citizen Kane of, uh, of whatever that genre is. I don't know enough about music. Is it punk uh, type? Uh, what thing? But it seems <laughs> like they, they do it. I like the way they do it better than anybody. Uh, totally. So, well, and all these other bands did, stuff that was similar to certain aspects of them i think is probably part of why it was hard like they have a very specific sound right uh Mm -hmm. but it's pretty and it's also like you know it's them it's not like it's not like they're all over the map but they are all over the map within their yeah yeah specific genre and so like some of their stuff sounds like Weezer and some of their stuff sounds like Nirvana and some of their stuff sounds like Fugazi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and all right. those bands, I think, uh, took from them. They were like, ooh, we should. And then the bands that did the yeah. specific part of what they did all got big because we're yes. all stupid and we don't understand things that are complicated, I think. Um, yeah. And I, I, it was just such a joy for me to 
you know, it's just like I didn't know about George Harrison until COVID. I didn't know about Pixies <laughs> until like a week ago. And it's just because my buddy Blake was like, we're talking about our favorite albums ever. And he's like, do a little. And I'm like, the f- what? He's like, buy the Pixies. And I go, who? Like, I didn't, wow. I literally missed the whole thing. And then I, so I just listened to it one day and was like, yeah. This how did I not know about any this of this? Is this is the dude. That's exactly what happened to me. I think I found the Pixies in college, and I was like obsessed yeah. with punk in high school. So that was really late for me. And I, when I found it, I was like, "What is this? How has no <laughs> one ever played this for me?" Right. Um, and I'm like, never heard it on the radio. Never heard people talk about it. Uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. So I just didn't know. Uh, but yeah, big fan. I think they're great. Uh, I like that they kind of started you know uh, uh, we could call them uh not nirvana yet <laughs> <laughs> not, not nirvana, nirvana yet. yet good dude <laughs> that by the way i will also say you've probably heard of the members of the band like you probably heard of frank black right um I probably i don't know he's, I don't, he, I, he was i had heard of him because uh, he was on a bunch of like soundtracks in the 90s and i would and i would always hear it and be like why do people like this fucking guy and it's total and then i found the pixies i was like oh that's right. why because he's the lead singer of this band but then also kim deal who is the like female uh mm-hmm. front person and like wrote a lot of their great songs and shit um uh she is that band the breeders with her sister oh yeah okay. totally i believe it's with her sister did i just totally uh-huh. fuck that up Let's uh, I'm checking right now. Yeah, it's Kim deal and Kelly deal. And yeah, the breeders are, oh man, they're also great. When you're done obsessing over the pixies, go listen to the breeders. Nice. Uh, I like to get, I, yeah, I'll, I'll be obsessed for a few months and then I'll move on. But uh, yeah, there's the, right now I'm loving it. Love breeders are like girl, violent femmes, which is another band yeah. that I don't think could exist without the pixies. Um, okay. Not Nirvana yet is really good. <laughs> Also, I'm a little I've read our suggestions and this was good. Like our you the people that tweeted at us had some good had some that are so good it's like hard for me to forget them. So, I need to remember to not read them before doing the right, show right. because I it try influences to just skip those notifications so I don't cuz it's more fun to read them in in the moment and just yeah, laugh. So Totally. Um uh, all right. Um what it does Frank Black. Uh, so here's some things about the Pixies. Frank Black and Kim Deal had like a really bad relationship by the end, and it's why they broke up supposedly. Because he's apparently like a nightmare to work with, and she's very open about like I'll never work with him again. But then yeah. they ended up getting back together because of money for people in the band or something like that. Yeah. Um, or maybe they just got old and reconciled, but they like there's a lot of infighting. Um, and uh, he's got that really high pitched voice. Also, a fun thing about them is they saying in spanish a lot for seemingly no reason other than they like it um oh shit yeah um so how do you say weezer in spanish (laughs) (laughs) i bet it sounds better (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 uh weezer vana um good sublime um good sublime I meant Sublime because uh, Sublime, I actually like Sublime a lot, but they're like really diverse in. Uh, I just think good Sublime is funny to hear. Totally. Yeah. What's up? Sublime, how, wait, how about Sublime with Frank? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you call? Um, so Nirvana is like what in religion you reach Nirvana. So what do you reach right before Nirvana? Oh, is that's it, funny. Is it Earth or Purgatory? 
<laughs> regular uh, life. Uh. Wow. In Indian re- religions, Nirvana is synonymous with moksha or mukti. Um, but there is another thing I just saw. Damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Nirvana in Sanskrit. Uh, wait, hold on. I'm like, uh, I can't read this Wikipedia article about Nirvana. Okay, literally, the word Nirvana translates to blown out. Blown out. Blown oh, out. Boy. And I feel like blown out is a great name for blown out. <laughs> Yeah, I like blown out. Blown out, dude. What about um, good religion? Can we name ooh, them good religion? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's just a cross and a thumbs up instead of the yeah. line through it. <laughs> yeah. We should name good religion. We should rename bad religion sometime. That's yeah, a funny yeah. one. Cause it's just like the, it's just like, yeah, fuck the government, but I it, it definitely participate in it. Um, <laughs> bad religion of which I am a priest. Um, um, okay. Let's see. This is tough. It's tough to do ones that I really like. It's really easy to rename uh, shit that I fucking hate. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Mm. So, so let's see here. How about n- good, but not for everybody. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> good, but not for everybody. I feel like <laughs> we could. <laughs> that could be a lot of bands. Be all of um, they like made other songs good. Like they took this, like the, they uh, that song head on. They like made that Jesus and Mary chain song famous. Mm-hmm. Their version of head on is better. Maybe improve improvement, home improvements. <laughs> <laughs> um, they made their last album. They recorded in a church with one microphone. Steve Albini like brought them to a church and just what? put a mic in the middle and was like, just play your songs. And it said, that's why it sounds like, uh, I don't know. It's like just so uh, ethereal and tinny, the, the yeah. trompements. Um, got it. What do you? What, what about? Uh, so we do have home improvement. I, I also like if we could get it Photoshop the Tool Time logo and just make it Cool Time. Cool Time. There you go, <laughs> dude. Now we are definitely and geriatric millennials. Yeah, Richard. Ka- dude, Richard Karn and Frank Black look sort of alike. Uh oh. Um, Please Photoshop some Karn in there. You know, you know how we do it. Have you ever seen Richard Karn and Frank Black in the same room? I'm just saying. Maybe. Um, okay. Yeah. Al Borland is the actual lead singer of the Pixies. <laughs> um, dude, uh, I'm at a loss, man. For the first time ever, I'm like, literally nothing's coming to mind. I'm literally the geriatric millennials. That seems fun. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Good. The good part of Generation X. Um <laughs> Uh, thank God for this. I, I'm literally just like, I love this. Good music. Good, Good music, music from talented people. Um, yeah. Talented the radio. Um, <laughs> How about radio the movie? Dinosaur Senior. Um, radio the movie. That's great. Um, songs about dogs and girlfriends. How about that? Um, they literally have a song called gigantic. It was their first big single and it's about their dog and about how the dog loves them. It's a gigantic love, a big, big love, you know? 
Um, How about Blink 181? <laughs> I feel like it's more like Blink 82. Blink 82? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like with the, the little apostrophe. So it's like 19. Blink yeah. 82. Blink 82. Wow. I like Fuck. Blink 82. Honestly. I think Blink 82 is. Jesus, yeah. we just like somehow fell upon after just failing miserably for a solid five minutes. Fell yes. upon a really Our good theme. one. I guess that's yeah. true. Blink, Blink 82. 82. Let's get some of the audience suggestions from the from the what's it heads. Let's do it. Um, I love my what's it heads. Hey, what's it? What's uh, it? What's it now? What's the name of our show? Who? Where am I? Who? <laughs> <laughs> um. I, Sam Severin, who a good friend of both of ours, uh, at Waitress Boner, says, old Nirvana. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> uh, true. Oh, oh yeah, you do know that like, they got big again in the late 90s, early 2000s, because where is my mind? Right, Fight Club. Yeah, totally. Uh, Darth Plato, repeat offender, uh, big, <laughs> big fan of his, participates a lot. Uh, always has good ones. He says, Kim and the Fun Time Boys. And I think that's <laughs> great. Because I personally, Kim Deal is my favorite part of the band, and this Frank guy needs to slow his ass down. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. I like, uh, who did we already do uh, Weston Woe's Dude Wears My Mind? That one is unbelievable. So good. Dude Wears My dude Mind. Dude Wears My Mind. It gets the Ricky shit for the Dude Wears Minds and for all of them. That one just wins. That's that so one wins good. it all. There are so many good ones, too. Everett Byram who's so funny on Twitter at rad underscore milk said Sonic youth. If they did acid instead of go to art school, <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> Bucky sinister, who I love the dorm room crooners. <laughs> and that's, man, that's the kind of shit. That's a great name that I was looking for. Like we, yeah, that we should have come across. Cause it's like what the pixies are in large part is like, you fall in love with them in college. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah. you find a lot of people found them when they were 18 and they were like, not only do I have a new favorite band, I am cooler than everyone for knowing about right, them. Right, right. They're the band that people are like, oh, um, have, it's like them and the beta band. Like, you know that scene in, um, in, have you seen High Fidelity? Yes, love uh, High Fidelity. He's like, watch this. I'm going to sell three copies of the Beta Band's three EPs right now. And he puts on uh, Dry the Rain by the Beta Band. And then they watch like all three people in the record store start bobbing their head. And then yeah. they walk up and they're like, hey, who is this? It's That's the Pixies. It's the Pixies, the Beta Band, and you know some other band I can't think you know, of. They should call the Pixies. You know, I've been listening to a lot of the Pixies lately, or I've just got into the Pixies. <laughs> that's <what everybody laughs> that's true. The Pixies. Hey, have you heard of the Pixies? That's <laughs> that's true. That's like that's exactly what the Pixies should change the name to. Hey, have you heard of us? Um, we're great. I like Eliza Skinner says the Gaslight Anthems. That's a great name. That's, that's great. Just a well, good name for any band. Well, there's a band called the Gaslight Anthem. That, that might be why. Definitely is suckling off the teat of uh, of the pixies. Uh, the also, pixies teat suckle. Aston, at uh, Weston Will also said the pixies stixies. <laughs> the pixies stixies. That's great. Dave I like Wade uh, coming in with the pre Nirvana. Oh, yeah. Nice pre Nirvana. Pre Nirvana. That's great. Hey hey. Oh, oh. Ah, I love oh. Andy Peters says hey, uh, just can't and the get into's. So I guess <laughs> <laughs> I guess Andy Peters 
uh, is not a Pixies guy. That's I like fine. Seth Mills says incredibly loud and incredibly quiet loud. <laughs> that was like what you said. That's, that's perfect. Um, oh, boy. D- uh, Devin Coke at Tesnorker says, I don't know any of these songs. Oh, it's the Donnie Darko one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. The band that opened for Weezer and we were all kind of confused about it. <laughs> it's also Tesnorker. I like at uh, Bomb City Bastard said, here comes your mandolin. Yes. <laughs> Um, at Connor Beal says the Pixie Chicks, and that I yes. like the Pixie Chicks. Yes, good going, Connor. Oh, Jeff Mills, this one's also this is very clever. Um, the Breeders, Breeders, <laughs> the Breeders, Breeders. You're getting a Ricky shit for that. Um, Lene Casier sent us a bunch of ones, and these are all great. The Where in the Mind, dude. What are my feelings? <laughs> <laughs> pretentious pioneers is Aww. like that is really great the <laughs> band with the only song anyone who's ever made media about mental illness confusion listens to <laughs> <laughs> i do like the oldest looking 20 year old and his despondent friends <laughs> yeah, dude that's wow it is true like these people were were they 90 in the 90s why yeah was every photo of them just like uh where the sun is going down and they're super fucking tired and like every photo. Well, when you eat only like pretzel bagel bites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. All you eat is nachos. For- <laughs> I do think that the Pixies were like Nirvana and Sonic Youth's friends who were like, we, we each have our own apartment. They were like the only people <laughs> that were like, they were like, yeah, I have a new car. <laughs> I can't really afford it, but I have a new car and I always pay my bills. Like, I think that's who the Pixies were. Uh, oh, this is a really good one, Lene. Uh, dude, I've been in college for six years now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that one. Mike Carosa coming in with the uh, Kim Deal and the whiny baby with those other guys who are fine. <laughs> yeah, I agree. love you, Mike. Yeah, Mikey. Um, and uh, at Agent Exile says, dude, where's my indie movie trailer music? Which I think is <laughs> perfect. Um, and I think, uh, you know, we, I, I, we, that's not Ooh, all of them. The spotlight feature or like, what is it? Fox searchlight. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Whenever you see that, you're like, Ooh, it's going to be a pixie song. Oh, wow. Searchlight, oh, Fox yeah. Yeah. Sure. 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 What <laughs> would Wes Anderson do without you? Um, though I do think Blink 82 is very clever and good, and that's Blink 82, baby. Woo! Uh, extremely Fight Club, incredibly soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) That's Call Me by Your Kevin. Man, thank you all so much for writing in. Uh, I I think that's it. I think this is what's it called for the week. Yeah, we crushed it, man. This is our best episode. This is always our best episode every time we do it. How can it not be? It's always fun. We love you. Thanks love for you. thanks for playing. CalebSignin.com, Dave to the Ross.com, at Dave to the Ross on Twitter, at Dumb Caleb on Twitter. Follow us and come see us live. And uh, yes. you know, if Bully you want facts. more of us, Straight our Patreon. Around. Yeah, we're fucking we're gonna kiss soon. <laughs> gonna, next episode, we're gonna smooch and we're gonna name the Uh-oh. kiss. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and the name of the kiss is going to be Abe Vagoda. Uh, <laughs> I didn't see that coming. I did not see that coming. Both my favorite actor and my favorite band. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, go to what's it called? Uh, Rodeo if you want a link to our Patreon to get more Hell of us yeah. or to see us on YouTube or other links or whatever. And uh, yeah, we love you so much. Good night. 
Bye. What's it called? What's it called? What's it called? No, he doesn't even know what it's called. What's it called? What's it called? What's it called is produced by Hold the Phone Comedy. Hold the phone dot TV. Yeah.